Thank you. Uh, a couple of things. One, uh, I know we're going to get asked about Grayson McCall. So Grayson will be a a game time decision tomorrow. Uh, need to go through uh, warm ups and see how he responds to the treatment that he's been receiving the last few days. He has practiced some for us, uh, and every day that he's practiced, he's gotten better. But the, the next day has been challenging with the foot injury, and so uh, he'll go through warm ups, and then we'll make decision how he looks in warm ups. Secondly. Uh, there's a lot of uh, rumors going around uh, about me and uh, uh, my next move. Uh, and so I want to let everybody know that I have not signed any uh, contract or anything to go to another place. Uh, there's a lot of things flying around uh, on, the, on the Internet. We talked to our team about that today. And so our sole focus is on this championship game uh, and helping bring a second title in three years to Coastal Carolina. Uh, this team is – uh, proved a lot. There's been a lot of ups and downs to get to this point. Uh, our uh, uh, With what we lost after last year uh, from a production standpoint on both sides of the ball, 17 starters, if you count all of our specialists, uh, that was 20 out of uh, 25 um, that we lost. Uh, we were probably not expected to get here. And then we lost our three top running backs, basically game one. A lot of injuries on both sides of the ball. We're down four starters on the defensive side of the ball uh, throughout, this, throughout the season. But this team overcame and they earned their right to be here and uh, play in this championship game. Uh, this has probably been the most rewarding uh, season that our coaching staff has had because there was a uh, there was a lot of expectations within uh, our program, but not outside of it. Uh, and we had a lot to overcome, and this team found a way to do that nine times throughout the year and put themselves in this position. So we're excited about representing the East uh, in the new Sun Belt, if that's what you call it. We're excited to be the East representative. Uh, and we're looking forward to uh, playing an unbelievable, unbelievably talented, well-coached toy team. We know they're they're tough to beat. It's tough to win here. Uh, they've had a tremendous season. So congratulations to them uh, on the way they played. They're on a tremendous run, and um, they've represented the Sun Belt uh, well. Um, but we're looking forward to playing well and, and hoisting that trophy uh, tomorrow about seven o'clock. So that's a, that's our plan, and uh, I'll open up questions from there. Coach Dave Eckert from uh, back in Myrtle Beach. Glad you got here safe. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, ask their coach, you know, playing playing you guys. I think it's two of the most more talented teams in the Sun Belt making it on this stage. What it's been like preparing for them and, uh, like you said, representing the Sun Belt. Well, uh, our guys, our players know uh, they're really good. As you, as you obviously watch the video and you see the statistics, you see the games they've won and how they've won them. They're a dominant physical team. They've got a lot of – a lot of upperclassmen, uh, specifically uh, on the, the defensive side of the ball, and uh, they're really, really good. Uh, and Coach uh, has got them to buy into his culture and their belief, and they're playing at a high level. And uh, they've been consistent. They've not had one game where uh, there's been a down. That's the thing I think that we're most impressed with. And if you look on offense, the last uh, the last few weeks, they've just been really pounding the rock. Uh, Kamani has done a fantastic job of running the ball. Uh, I think two of the last three games, over 200 yards, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they're, they're physical group. Our team knows it's going to be a physical battle. Um, and we've had some the last three years, we've had some great games versus Troy. Uh, and uh, we've been fortunate enough to come out on top, but we know we know that we're going to have to play well to, to win and especially win here uh, in front of uh, in front of their home crowd. We know it's going to be a great setting tomorrow, but um, you know, we told our guys that uh, there's only uh, there's only a select few to get to play on this Saturday. You know, we're one of those. And, and so they've earned that opportunity and I expect them and I, I know they're excited about going out and representing Coastal Carolina. For you guys, players, now that you're here, um, what it's been like, I don't know how much of a run-through you've gotten to do, but just being here, what it's like and getting ready for the game tomorrow. Um, it's, kind of, uh, it's kind of surreal because we made it to the uh, championship game in 2020, but we never got to play, you know, because of, um, you know, COVID, you know, 
my position coaches and you know, had a catching and the whole defensive line group had a quarantine. So it kind of felt like it was our fault, you know, that our team didn't get to play because, you know, we're the reason why we had to, you know, settle as co-champions. So, I mean, it's nice to have a ring, but it doesn't feel as, like, like worthy. And for me personally, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, like, I feel like it doesn't feel, like, as deserving because we didn't get to actually play the game. So, like, I've been looking forward to this game all season, you know, ups and downs, whether we won or lost. Like, I just kind of knew, like, we end up at this point in the season. And, um, you know, I'm just ready to, you know, hold a trophy after the game. Same thing here. It's a really surreal moment. You know, a lot of us have been dreaming about playing for a championship game our entire lives. And just to be in this moment right now, I'm just appreciative of the opportunity to go out there and play this Saturday with my boys and, you know, have a good time. Got a question, a couple questions here from Zoom for Coach Chadwell. The first one here is looking back at the rise of the Coastal Carolina football program in the past few years, both in terms of wins and national media attention. How does it feel knowing you've had such a big contribution to the success and growth of not just a program, but a university? Uh, well, um, well, first of all, that's not me. That's players. Um, and uh, the players are the ones who've been out there. Um, going and going to battle and doing the things necessary to be successful. And so the success that they've been able to do and produce, uh, it's brought notoriety to our university that uh, you can't pay for. Uh, if you look over the last, you know, three years, obviously the first the first bowl game, first bowl game win, um, obviously the, the, the Sun Belt Championship, um, college game day, you know, being in the top 25, being in, being in the top 10, I think we're number nine. Well, all the different things that, that this group – uh, this program has been able to accomplish has been pretty special. And I, I don't think you realize it. I know players probably don't, you know, as coaches, as coaches, you don't really take a lot of time, but um, when you get, when you get some, you get some downtime, you do look back and just see how far that, that that's come, but also how far your university has and knowing that you've had some part of that, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a special thing. And I think our players will appreciate that more uh, when they're removed from it. Uh, and so, but uh, we don't take that for granted. Next one here from Zoom from Josh Morgan, again for Coach. Uh, since your time as head coach, Coastal has seen tremendous success and growth in the program. How important is culture to building a winning program on the field and in the locker room? Well, I think it's number one. Uh, you, you have to get, obviously, players that can uh, have the talent to play, but they have to they have to buy into your culture and buy into, you know, your program and your standards. Uh, and uh, I think – these players here beside me have been here a long time. Antoine, I think, is he's going on what ten years. You've been in the program, Antoine. <laughs> yes, sir. So he's he he came. We were talking about it on the way down. He 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 graduated high school in 2017. Like he's two years away from drawing Social Security, <laughs> and um and so when we when we when we when we took over, we had some I think some good players in place, but we didn't have complete buy in. And once once they they bought into what we were trying to do, and then the standards that we have, everybody bought in. Uh, you've seen us have a consistently championship level program. And, and I think culture is a big piece of that. And then what they've been able to do, these players have been able to do is, is bring in, attract other quality players. They want to be a part of that, that culture, part of that program. Uh, and I think that's why you've seen some sustained success. I want to hear from Zoom for coach. Uh, what are some of the lessons learned from the previous loss to JMU? I don't know if we have enough time to talk about all the lessons, um, but you know, I think one made one major one. When you compete uh, in a game, um, we talked about this. Is they competed like they had no tomorrow, 
and we competed like we had it tomorrow and there's a difference. Uh, and we, we, uh, we went out there thinking, Oh, let's go out and play. And then things weren't going our way. And all right, we got another one. So we'll just move on. And that's a lesson that you, no matter the situation, no matter circumstances, you got to fight and you got to play like you have no tomorrow. And, uh, if we learn that lesson, then we'll be all right from, uh, Nick Brooks from WTVY down in Dothan. Uh, you mentioned the games between Troy earlier, the, um, the past three seasons, quite different team this year, very defensive, heavy, weighing on their defense. Just kind of talk about how different this game may be um, compared to the previous three, which were shootouts. Well, uh, you're 100% right. They're great on defense uh, and they're good on offense. The The last three have been were, were more high scoring affairs. Uh, but, uh, you know, you don't anticipate that with as good as their defense is. And, and we think our defense is good as well. Um, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be more of a, a grind it out. And, you know, your possessions are going to mean so much more because you might not get as many with uh, the way both teams' offenses, you know, try to play and the way their defenses are. Uh, and uh, we know we know that we're going to have to earn everything we get. That's what they're great at, I think, defensively, is they make you earn it. You know, they're not giving you anything free, not anything easy, and they're physical. And then on the other side of the ball, they're going to line up and come at you. You know, it's it's they're going to say, hey, we're going to see if you want to be in this 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 fight for four quarters. Uh, and maybe that's not was their mentality prior to this year. And so, uh, but they've always had the talent. You know, that's this talent here. I mean, they got a lot of people that are older on their pro in their program. And so they've been here the whole time. We played them. A lot of the players have. And um, so we know that it's going to be. We have to play really well to win. We know that. Uh, but also, our guys know that we've done it before, and that gives us confidence. This is for the players, Jared Antoine. Uh, you guys are two players that committed to this program before it had gained that national recognition that it obviously has now. How much does playing in this game in light of kind of that journey and the growth of this program mean to the two of you? Uh, for me, it means a lot, you know, coming from the, you know, from the 2017 to the 2019 season, you know, we weren't very productive in the sense of winning. And then for us to have that transition in 2020, where, you know, we started winning a lot more games. And um, like you said, we, you know, we weren't able to, you know, play in a championship game that year. So to now be in this moment, you know, it's a, um, it's a dream come true. And uh, it was, you know, it, says, it meant a lot to us, you know, we've worked, we've worked the last two years for this, you know, we've put in a overtime, you know, making sure we're doing the right things and then, you know, keeping our mind focused for the season. So I feel like, you know, over the last, you know, few months and especially over the last few years, we really had to lock in and, uh, you know, kind of dial back, you know, get back to the basics, work really hard and, you know, just, just, you know, do we have to do to get to this, you know, present, present ourselves this opportunity. I think for, for the players wise, I think it just boils down to who really loves football and who's really willing to sacrifice everything to get to this point in the season. Like, you know, you got guys who are going to be angry about their reps, but if you go your hardest for those four or five reps that you give, that might be, you know, a game changer because you give somebody who might start, you know, a blow, a chance to, you know, really come back. And I feel like that's kind of like the biggest, like, change from us, you know, from when I first came here, like, it was a lot of selfishness. And we talked about it on the way up here. It was just all the guys, all the knuckleheads, we, you know, we had we had to deal with. And um, and I can't, I'm, I'm from a city school. I came from a city school. So, like, I was used to having knuckleheads. So I, you know, it felt, like, really normal. And then I was one of those, you know, those guys who had to buy into the culture, too. Like, just sacrificing my you know what my own my own wants and needs for what's better for the team and i think we have guys who really care about each other like this is like a true brotherhood like you know people always say like you know they plan for their brother or whatever but i feel like we're genuinely playing for the person next to us you know every down every play you know besides you know the jmu game <laughs> 
But you know, throw old dominion. Yeah, you know those two. But games, besides those two, it's been great. <laughs> I feel like we got guys who are really like willing to like sacrifice, you know, themselves every down for the person next to them. But just playing outside of yourself because you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's bigger than you. For both of the student athletes, you know, I guess it's natural. You get questions about is this player going to play or not play. But can you maybe speak to how the culture of your program helps you be successful, regardless of who's available for the game? Uh, for us, it's a lot of buying and trust, you know, just kind of trusting the guy next to you to do their job and, you know, their willingness to perform. You know, we have full trust in these guys. You know, we work with these guys, you know, over the last few years. Um, we also just, we have, like I said, the brotherhood aspect of we have faith in our guys, you know. If someone is hurt or someone's injured, we have faith in the guy to step up and, you know, they're able to perform. Um, defensively, we have this thing before they know our defensive unit meet and before a game that, you know, everybody do their one eleven. Like there's 11 guys on the field and everybody has their own individual job. And, you know, if you execute your job, you know, individually, then it'll all turn out, you know, the way you want it to. And I think, you know, that's kind of what helps us out because, you know, you got guys who are willing to just give 100% for their acute, you know, their their job, everything all fall into place. Like, I'll sit here and take on double teams, but I'm not mad at it because, you know, JT Killen's coming in through the gap and making a tackle. But that's just like, that's our ideology of like, doing your 111, like just doing your job, not focus on making every play, just make your plays. And, you know, as far as like offense and defense, like we can't control who's out on offense. All we control is who's out on defense and who's stepping up and who's going to make the next big play or who's going to just make the next play in general. Like we can control whether the offense scores or, you know, move the ball. We got to just get a stop, you know, play, play hard down. Coach, arguably one of the strongest matchups among conference championship games across the nation with two two lost teams. Can you speak to the strength of this matchup? Now, I, I'll speak to the strength of the matchup and, and the conference in general. Uh, you know, I, I think the conference has put itself obviously in uh, in a position to be recognized as uh, you know a top G five conference in this country. And I think if you see uh, what the what the teams have done this year with the teams that uh, qualify for bowl games, if you look at the West with Troy and South Alabama, two ten win teams, you saw you know on, on the East Division with us, Marshall had a great year, Jamie had a great year, um, yeah. and. It's a challenging deal, and I and I think to one to represent the to East and the West. If you can get through, if you got through the gauntlet on both sides, of that represent that tells you you're a good team, uh, and you have a chance to be a special team to host a championship. And I, I think this is a great matchup for um, for uh, this this uh, newly created Sun Belt. Uh, we got to come up with a better name, Keith, like the, the something like that, uh, the newly created. But um, we're proud to represent it. We really are, and. Uh, Commissioner has done a fantastic job of getting these teams in, and I think that you'll see the league continue to get better and better and get more recognition. Another one here from uh, Josh Morgan on Zoom. Coach, so far as head coach, what has been the most satisfying aspect of coaching for a program like Coastal Carolina? I think the players. You know, just that, um, you know, being here a long time and, and, and they mentioned what you had to go through um, the challenges you had to go through to get to not only this point, but 20 and 21 and all the highs, there were a lot of lows. And I think to see that um, this group was made fun of on campus, you know, they, they couldn't, they didn't want to wear football around because there was just like, it was, I don't say it was embarrassing, but that's the way people felt. And to see what they've been able to do, what they've been able to do for each other, what it's been able to provide for them, what it's been able to provide for the university. Um, 
I would say that, you know, just, just to see uh, the confidence that is put in them, but also the confidence to put in your, you know, your university and, and the pride. We had uh, the number of sellouts that we had this year and the number of people that, that come to our game, and that wasn't happening, you know, and so um, that, I, I would say that over the last, the players being able to enjoy that atmosphere.